Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz, the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. James and Arlene Martell are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Yes, it's James Martell here, and welcome to edition number 445 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since way back in 2003. If you're joining us here live today on Cranberry.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you're joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today working on a special project, so no Arlene. However, not to worry, because I do have a very, very special guest joining us, Jamie Birch, an multi-award winning affiliate manager and OPM and founder of Jeb Commerce. And today we're going to be talking with Jamie about what's going on at his company and specifically what's working today in affiliate marketing. We'll probably touch a little bit about on uh, Affiliate Summit, which unfortunately neither of us are attending this year for various reasons, but uh, we should probably touch upon that event just because it's uh, kicking off uh, this weekend. Uh, now, Jamie Birch has received numerous awards, including Affiliate Summit Affiliate Manager of the Year, AvantLink's Industry Champion Award, and Rakuten LinkShare's prestigious OPM Agency of the Year Award. Uh, Jamie's based in beautiful uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and from what I understand, you have some snow there, Jamie, and uh, welcome to the Affiliate Buzz. Yes, we do, and thank you, James. This is kind of, I feel like I've arrived. I'm on your show, uh, and very proud and, and honored uh, to be here, and yeah, we have a ton of snow, so much snow that my tractor broke. Oh, no. I hear you, you're, you're having to make sure that uh, all the animals are in and well taken care of. Yeah, we've had a cold spell here that I've never experienced in uh, in around Coeur d'Alene, um, getting down to minus 20. So we have, we have five horses and four dogs and a rabbit, a bearded dragon, uh, and a mini pig that is not so mini. <laughs> and the mini pig is the one that we really have to watch. It is not prepared for uh, three feet of snow and minus 20. No, no, I bet not. I bet <laughs> not. Well, I, I'm sure he's in uh, or she's in good hands. I have, to, I have to ask, though, what in the heck is a, a bearded dragon? It's a lizard. Uh, my youngest son, I have four kids. Uh, my youngest son, that's all he wanted for Christmas uh, we recommended his two front teeth. He opted for a bearded dragon, and they are uh, quite the complex thing to take care of. Not nearly as much as like saltwater fish, but they need certain things at certain times. And apparently, they last for like ten or twelve years. Yeah, and grow to like uh, two feet. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I don't think I've ever <laughs> talked to somebody who has a dragon. Very cool. Yeah. 
Very cool. So now, hey, now before we dig in and talk about what's working in affiliate marketing uh, in 2017 here, take a few minutes, if you would, and share your background. I know you uh, mentioned you got started in 99 and you founded Jeb Commerce in, uh, uh, in 2004, but give us kind of give us the beginning through to the middle and bring us current on to where you are today. Yeah, um, you know, I graduated, I, I guess I'll start there, graduated college from Central Washington University. And I have a degree in, in business and finance. And I had no idea, really no idea what I wanted to do. Uh, and, and that kind of marked my entire youth and, and, and maybe even plagues me to this day. Um, I didn't know really what I wanted to do. And I had interviewed with uh, manufacturers. I come from a long line of uh, manufacturing. And so, you know, my dad guided me to companies like Jeldwen, the Windows and Doors, um, I interviewed with Target for their management program, uh, and I was an interview machine. I took every single interview I could uh, and had a bunch of different job offers, you know, Blockbuster, Target, Jeldwen, all of those, and was kind of going towards uh, um, you know, a management training program in one of those, uh, one of those companies. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't choose Blockbuster. But <laughs> My dad had sent me uh, an article as I was going through this process of really trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, and that article was about a dot-com kid. He was my age, uh, and he was driving a Bugatti. I- I'm fairly certain it was a Bugatti. I'm kind of a gearhead. I love, love cars. I was driving 73 F-150 that had four different colors on it. And I saw that car and I'm like, I don't know what he's doing, but that's where I think I want to go. And so I changed my interview process and started looking at these new things on the internet. And at the time, you know, I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't really well versed in what was going on out there. I had, I had, you know, if I go back to uh, middle school and high school. And I had an old Commodore 128. Uh, I uh, uh, dialed up to other BBSs. And so I have a long history with computers, but I didn't really know what the internet was about at the time. So I interviewed at one company in Post Falls, Idaho. Uh, They were an internet, uh, a dot com that Mm -hmm. worked in medical e-commerce and political stuff. Really weird combination. I drove three hours. They uh, asked me if I could. The job was search engine guru. And on my way out, I asked my computer, Cy, hey, what's a search engine? <laughs> and he told me <laughs> a little bit about um, how do you optimize. And he goes, submit your site to it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> thank you. The interviewer asked three questions or two questions. How, how was your drive? And do you think you could do this? Well, the drive was fine. Uh, but... I was a cocky, I think I was 24 at the time, 23, 24. So I was like, yeah, I can do this. Uh, And he's like, all right, great. Yeah. Uh, um, So he said, uh, he said, thank you and sent me on my way. And I'm like, I can't believe I just wasted uh, gas money to come out here. It was no real interview. Uh, He offered me a job on the way back and I took it. And that got me started on this whole world of, of digital marketing and so um so that, I so started, that if, if i may just ask so that would have been 1999 yeah 99 99 so it's always interesting to hear stories of how people stumbled into the this thing we call the internet so sorry to catch you off 
No, no, no. And, and it is. I completely stumbled on. If my dad hadn't sent me that article, um, I probably would have went into, uh, you know, manufacturing. Yeah. Um, and, and probably been fine. What I loved about it and the opportunity I saw, and even when they offered me the job, I had, you know, I'm looking at something that was emerging, uh, but, you know, when, it, when it's actually emerging, it doesn't look emerging. It looks new. It looks like, you know, you don't understand it. Uh, is it going to last? You don't know if it's emerging or it's uh, just a thing right now. Yeah. And then you look at manufacturing. So that, what I knew is I had a clear path to get to my goals in manufacturing and, and uh, management that took a decade or more. What I saw with the dot-com is no one knows, like this, this is all new. And, yeah. and man, if I can come in and demonstrate I have the ability to learn and take responsibility and show success, I think my path could be so much more accelerated over there. And that's ultimately why I took a job, you know, after spending five minutes with them and moved to, to Coeur d'Alene. And when I showed up, they put me in an auditorium with a card, uh, a card table and a PC and said, all right, go do it. Get us <laughs> top 10 rankings. <laughs> No training, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to ask you then, because I remember the, that era too. That happens to be the same year I got started, and I need to figure out how to get to the to the top as well. What? How did how did you figure it out? Because back then there was clearly no training around. Really, search engines yep. were so new. We we're probably talking about Alta Vista, Excite, Web Crawler. Yeah. No Google, probably not yet. Hotbot, uh, Hotbot, yeah, all the early search engines. So how? Take us through that a little bit. It's always fun to look back at the history of this. Yeah. So, you know, the first thing I did was like, uh, I, I want to say Google it, but that wasn't even there. Um, I probably used AltaVista and found out what this was. Uh, and I had a friend, like my computer sci major uh, buddy, who gave me a little bit uh, of information. But I just went out there and I looked. Who else is doing this in, in any capacity? Uh, that I can learn from. And I found Danny Sullivan yeah, uh, and his website and just lived there. Uh, and I, you know, there was back then, um, very similar to the affiliate community in, uh, in 2001, 2002, 2003, um, there weren't a whole lot of us doing this. So we kind of all found each other, you know, you, you had to find a group uh, to test things, but I had to learn what, what is a website? Uh, you know, how does, how does the internet work? So I just spent a lot of time researching that, finding people, asking those questions. And then when it really came down to how do I get these four or five websites that my company owns and operates, how do I get them to the top for all these keywords? Um, I tried to reverse engineer uh, what was going on. And so I literally had this huge room and all these tables. So I would, I would print out what the websites that were ranking for that term, like uh, our big one was medical books. Okay. So I would go and print out all the top 20. I'd print out the actual visual, and, I'd, uh, and then I'd print out the code. Uh, maybe the first two pages at the time, it could get pretty long. Yeah. Uh, so I would print those out, and I would try to, f- to reverse engineer what um, the search engines were, you know, what they were using. Um, to 
to put them up there. And back yeah. then it was really easy. Like, uh, I mean, meta tags and, uh, you know, keyword stuffing at the bottom yep, uh, of yep. the page and uh, white on white text. You know, it was, it was not difficult once you got it down. And I remember I won an award from some search agency because I had seven out of the first 10 listings for medical books, which was, and, and probably still is a huge keyword for that industry. You bet. Now, you know, the, Google and any other search engine, you can't get that many. It's impossible. Yeah. Uh, and it's, what's interesting too, going back to that era, and you're right, that's why I did the same thing. I just, I re reverse engineered their pages, figured out exactly what they were doing, just copied it pretty much as far as density yeah. goes and meta tags and that type of things. Of course, Early days, there was no Google, so they weren't looking at things like backlinks and all the things that Google yep. kind of evolved and changed the industry, too. And I remember thinking back then, and I know I get this question even to this day, it's like, I, but back then I was thinking, how in the world can you go to AltaVista or Excite, type in a keyword phrase, and all of a sudden it compiles all these listings from all over the world, and boom, they're in front of you in seconds. I'm like, couldn't even begin to fathom how that was was happening. And oh, it was yeah. just so interesting to watch it all un, un, unfold. And of course, then Google came along in 2001, and or that's it came along a little earlier. That's when I actually discovered them, and then I started to yeah. have to relearn things. Well, okay, so let's let's fast forward a little bit to uh, maybe the Jeb Commerce or mm -hmm. take us into the 2000s. How, so how did you shift gears? And now you're working for this company. You've, you you're learning search. You've mastered what you needed to know. What happened next? Yeah. Well, the dot-com bubble happened and, and the bursting of it. And so once, uh, you know, all that happened, I found myself working in Seattle uh, for a dot-com again and uh, a software-as-a-service company. Uh, and then the bubble just completely deflated. And I was out of a job, you know, the second time in, uh, in 10 months. And I just said, you know what? These dot-com things are great, and I love the digital area, but I am done with having to uh, move my family every six months. And I just, I recall like these metrics that we were using and I just didn't remember ever hearing them in my economics and finances class, like runway. Um, it, it's, you know, basically how many, how much cash, how many days of cash until a company doesn't exist. And, uh, you know, there was no, there didn't seem to be any, path to profitability for so many of these companies. And I went, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, I don't think that's how you run a business. It's not what I was taught. So where can I find, I need to find something else that's a little more stable. And uh, when I went to Seattle, I actually interviewed for Coldwater Creek and okay. they still hadn't filled the position. So I, that's how I got back to Idaho and worked at Coldwater Creek. So I managed their affiliate program, their paid search uh, from two. 2001 to 2004, uh, and their, some of their email marketing and even some of their, uh, their catalog or their uh, magazine advertising, a whole amalgamation of things. It really was true, and, and during that time, if you showed some aptitude and willingness to take on more things and learn it, you kind of got as much as you could handle. Um, so that definitely worked out to be true. So I was at Coldwater Creek. We did a whole lot of things, and the industry was dealing with 
um, you know, in 2000, 2001, every affiliate sale was gold. It was great. But as time progressed, everyone got a little more sophisticated, especially multi-channel retailers, on how they were measuring um, affiliate sales and what actually was valid and what isn't uh, and what is incremental. And that became the uh, new to file, new customers and incremental sales uh, became very important to Coldwater Creek. And they kind of swung very far to uh, uh, to, to a, a side um, in our industry that still is pervasive that all affiliate sales you know, aren't good. And so I had a lot of things, um, you know, there wasn't a whole lot I could do in there anymore. And I really saw, we went through these recessions. And one thing I noticed was our teams, we didn't let anyone go. So these sales that we were bringing in through the affiliate channel were profitable, were incremental, and they kept a lot of people employed. And I, I wanted to do that for more than just one company. And as I was looking at my, my workload, I thought, I can do this for more than one company. And so I actually reached out to uh, a couple friends in the industry, Sean Collins being uh, one of them, and they introduced me to some people who were needing some freelance work. And that's really um, where JEB started, uh, was doing freelance work for, uh, for friends in the space that we met through. Uh, I met through like the USAMC, uh, a Yahoo group for affiliate managers. And that's where we started. I really wanted to – I saw other departments laying people off and how gut-wrenching that is for people and that we weren't. I, I've never had a, a layoff in any of my departments I've ever worked in, uh, and that meant a lot to me. So I, I wanted to be able to do that for other people uh, and other companies, and I felt I had a, a proficiency level that I could do that. And so that's, that's why I started JB. That's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, Sean Collins, of course, is the founder of Affiliate Summit, or one of the co-founders, uh, Sean and Missy, Sean Collins and Missy Ward. And, uh, of course, that conference, as we mentioned earlier, is kicking off this weekend in Las Vegas, uh, and it's an amazing conference. 6,000 people in attendance, from what I see, for uh, for this one coming up. So I can see uh, we are up against the break. Now I'm here with Jamie Birch, and I'm a multi-award winning affiliate manager in OPM and founder of JEB Commerce. And when we return, I'm going to ask Jamie to continue on with the story. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, his company. And we're going to also then begin to dig in to talk about in great detail about what's working for him and what he sees working today uh, in the affiliate marketing space. We'll do that and more right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Is your website hacked? 
Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Synergize your search engine education from 101 to rock star level only on Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, not to worry, I'm here with Jamie Birch, an award-winning affiliate manager and OPM and founder of JEB Commerce, uh, based in beautiful Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, under currently a little bit of snow from the sounds of things. Now, I'm, I, I like to get your story because when we start talking about in a few minutes uh, what's working today in affiliate marketing, I, I just want our listeners to really know that when you're when you're sharing some of the the nuggets that we're going to get into, that this comes from a lot of experience, a lot of history. Because I know uh, whether somebody's just getting started in the industry, been around for a while, maybe they're not, not very successful, moderately successful, extremely successful, wherever they fit into the spectrum. Uh, we know that any little tip and nugget going out to the right person at the right time can make a profound impact on their business. So before we get into that, though, let's let's continue on with your uh, your story and your journey. So now you founded JEB Commerce. Uh, I believe it was in two thousand and four. How did how did how did it go when you first got started? Well, it uh, it was great. I, I would call it just freelancing uh, at that point, and so. Um, I got the opportunity to work for another agency uh, at Conversion in, in New York and some great people, Rob Key uh, and Stephanie Schwab, learned a whole lot uh, from them. Uh, but, you know, I had to learn a whole different set of skills, um, acquiring clients, managing multiple uh, clients and, and dealing with uh, it's much different to have a client than to manage a program uh, as uh, an affiliate manager. And so you had to deal with, you know, much different things and present information differently and really become proactive at actually managing clients, not just becoming a tech, becoming, you know, a more uh, proficient technical provider uh, of the services. Uh, so whole new realm. Uh, you also, you know, you have to market and promote yourself. So there was a, a you know, speaking circuit and, and all those types of things that you had to, uh, to accomplish. So, you know, I got to work with uh, uh, Zappos and Hilton and uh, Hilton was at Conversion and got to work with some big brands that were, you know, even uh, larger than Coldwater Creek. Uh, and what I learned, each one of those, they have a very specific, uh, uh, very specific challenges, obstacles, and needs. Uh, so that was a really, uh, it was an amazing time uh, to learn how to service each of one, uh, each one of those uh, uniquely. Very interesting. So. Moving a little bit further down the pipe then, so as your company began to grow, and I'm looking at I'm on your site now, 
uh, at jbcommerce.com, and I'm looking at your uh, About Us page with your employees, and you've got, what, two, four, see, 20, over 20, over 20 people in the company now. Yeah, I think it's pushing 30 right now. Yeah, so it's it's clearly gone extremely well for you. Uh, you've won numerous awards. Companies won awards. Uh, you're a fixture in the industry, and I say that in the most kind way. Uh, you and I have known each other probably for over 10 years through conferences, and uh, we've yeah. been meaning, I will say, to get you on the show for a long time. So it's great to have you on. So why don't we why don't we do this? Why don't we shift gears and talk about some of the things that you're seeing today? that uh that's working and maybe we could start it off with talking about in 2017 as an opm as an agency what's your primary focus now well as an agency our primary focus is helping our clients acquire customers analyze that behavior and help them optimize those efforts uh in in January of 2016, we acquired uh, Six Man Marketing out of Spokane, Washington, and they are primarily a, an analytics, a search, and conversion optimization company. And so I think that's one of the things that has to be done going forward is the affiliate channel can't be in a silo, and for a long time it has been. And so that's our focus is helping our clients integrate that into the whole uh, of their digital plan. Uh, and that's what we're doing with that acquisition and, uh, you know, going forward. I think in order to say what's working well, I think you also have to approach, you know, what the industry isn't doing well. And that's something I've been talking about for a long time. I, I spoke at, uh, I had the privilege of speaking at CJU this year. And I think one of the things we're not doing well that is limiting our opportunities in industry uh, to be included in uh, a lot of these conversations uh, within the digital marketing toolbox is we're not talking about ourselves well. There is a, a huge uh, portion in the digital space that do not uh, feel the affiliate channel provides value. Uh, they feel that um, the channel is, uh, their words, bottom feeders, uh, opportunists, and they're just grabbing the sale at the end and we know that's not true we have a lot of data to show that we have a lot of amazing clients that have uh, amazing analytics resources uh, that shows that you know the true value of the space but I think we do ourselves a disservice when we talk about the channel as uh, a lot of times we say selling other people's stuff and that's mm -hmm. such a uh, it's so much more nuanced so we, we talk about it uh, as you know the uh, opportunity to work in all channels in, in a profitable way. Uh, you know, what is affiliate marketing? It's email marketing, it's display, it's social, it's search. Uh, it's, uh, it's everything that you have available to you in, in digital. And I would say I've worked with affiliates that don't even work online. Uh, it's opening um, every advertiser uh, to be able to participate in every channel. And Absolutely. That integration is really where I feel that this that's what our focus is uh, and that's what's working really well. I know with the with the channel I've watched it evolve so much over the years as of you and the days of just throwing up a, a mini site or throwing together a coupon site for cashbacks and deals uh, obviously long gone 
today, content sites, coupon sites, product reviews. As you say, there's so many ways to do this now, which is one of the challenges I know new affiliates have is like, how the heck do I even get started? Maybe we could touch upon that a little bit uh, later. Yeah. You know, it could be an app. It could be, there, as you said, email newsletter. It could be video. could be podcasting. could be social media. There's so many ways to go about this now because in the early days it was primarily you put up a website and you drove traffic to the site as you mentioned um, way back Mm -hmm. and you closed your sales that way if you actually had an email newsletter back then you were leading edge (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it's really really a uh a new new era sorry we got arbitrage and we're you're right there's Many places along the bypath that an affiliate can be involved, and you're right. Sometimes the advertisers don't get it. They they're just like they're 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 analytical. They don't they don't have the data in front of them to really understand what's actually going on, and they have uh, some of them have a bad taste in their mouth. What the, you know? Speaking to that now, when from the affiliate side of the equation, I know you work with a ton of affiliates, obviously being an OPM. What do you see that's working? today can you can you narrow down a few strategies for us well what i see working is stuff that you've taught the affiliates who follow you and and learn under you for uh more than a decade uh and what we've been talking about what works is when they start with the consumer in mind so when they look and say this is the consumer i'm reaching what what do they need so whether it's um, – and, and that's where there's so many new things they can do. They can have a mobile app. They can be doing in-game advertising. They can have a blog, a, a vlog, Snapchat, all of these different things. The mistake that they that individuals make is I'm going to be an Instagrammer and make my money there instead of starting with the consumer. So those affiliates that start with the consumer and are are, are – religiously uh, pursuing that consumer uh, to the point of that's what that's all they're thinking about the medium and the way that they reach them is it, it just kind of happens it's it's a it's a tool that they use to get the job done instead of I have a hammer let me go find some nails and so that's what we're finding we have I guess, two years ago uh, we hired uh, uh, a woman uh, named Aida, and she runs our publisher development uh, team. And the whole point of that is for every single client we work with to reverse engineer the customer's path to purchase and to go from the consumer everywhere they're going until from that intent to purchase. And I identifying every step along the way that's become important to them, uh, important to them making that in, that uh, ending purchase. And then what we do is we go in and, and they may be an affiliate and they may have a CJ ShareASale, AvantLink, LinkShare, PepperJam account, and they may not. A lot of... Uh, a lot of the um, – now a lot of people call them influencers, especially in the social channels. Um, they have they – they have no desire to become an affiliate. They're content producers, and they are thinking about their customers too. So we come up with strategies to help them monetize but also add value uh, to the consumer all the time thinking about the consumer. Um, You've probably seen businesses, uh, you know, in Vancouver pop up and you look at it and go, you can tell someone really wanted to open that business, yeah. but no one wants it. Yeah. You know, I, see, I always look. Far too ahead. often. 
I'm sorry. I'm just yeah. I'm sorry agreeing with you. You drive by a building or a new retail store, and you just say, there's no way that's going to make it. And four months later, it's closed. Yeah, we we see uh, a ton of uh, – the example I always use is scrapbooking sites. Uh, my wife scrapbooks, all her friends scrapbook, so I'm not – I'm not attacking that group, but um, they're really they're, there's other ways that you know people buy that stuff, and we see I see them. I'd say every six months I see two open and two close, and sometimes in the same place. And so it's it's I feel bad for them just because they, they're they I knew they really wanted that. I could tell like that's something they really want to do, but there's no demand for it. And so these things that we we're seeing that work right now. These are like business truths. They're they're the medium is new, so you got to figure out is is Snapchat, is Instagram, is Facebook, is this part of my uh, distribution channel, my marketing channel, is how I'm going to serve these clients. But that concept of what do they need, what do yeah. they want, that's not new. We, we have a, we have a strategy that we follow here, whether we're we're working for a client, working for ourselves, or doing a training. And one of the very first things we go through is what we call the the, the customer profile. And we get to the point where we literally will give them a name, Melissa. Yeah. Uh, she's 37 years old. She's married. She has two kids. She has her own car, and, and we just break it down. To the point where we, this person actually almost becomes real. And it just, I find it makes things so much easier because you know this person. Yeah. And then you can go figure out where they are. So maybe they don't, maybe they're not on Google. Maybe they, I mean, there's a myriad of places they can be hanging out online now. And so that's, it's such a good point. Uh, as you mentioned, go from the consumer. Give, give us a couple more nuggets on that. Well, um, you, you have to find out where they're going, and you have to look at what how they're being serviced. That's another – there may be – and it's a fantastic idea, but somebody already has it. So there, there's a level of research that needs to go in there. And a lot of people get upset because, well, this is my passion, and I want to do this. Well, you maybe following the passion – isn't as good as taking it with you. Mike Rowe says that all the time. And so, you know, doing the research to find out how those people are being served, oftentimes that will expose to you uh, a gap in where they're being served. And you can still hit that same population that you have a passion for, but there's a different way to do it. No one's hitting them on Twitter or no one is providing good video resources. Um, and, And I would say... Don't be constrained by what the industry says affiliate marketing is. Yeah, yeah. Don't stop and say, well, I can't do this through a network, so I must have to do something else. Don't stop and say, I'm not quite sure how to track this because my um, – uh, because a lot of this is happening offline. Don't, don't stop there. Some of the most successful programs I've run, we've done some crazy stuff. Uh, and it was hard to track, and we had to work to get it through the network. Uh, but I think if you, you can, if you start with the audience, you can find out how they're being serviced, where they're not being serviced, and then you can get pretty excited about delivering that. And that, for me, um, if, if if we had done this uh, radio show and 
10 years ago, uh, it would be the, the same, uh, you know, the same advice. Yeah. Um, it's easy to, to learn the technologies. It's, it's, uh, it's easy to find those distribution channels. What's really hard is finding something that the market needs. Yes. You know, it's funny. I have affiliates come to me and they've got their pet project idea. Like you mentioned, it might be scrapbooking or it might be something like that. That there's just They want, they want to start a travel site. Oh, great. That's what we need is another travel site to go up and try to compete with, you know, TripAdvisor. Good luck. Uh, or they have, here's another one. They have a domain name. They've got this domain name and they got to build a business yeah. around it because they love this domain name. And it's like, hold on a second here. Let's uh let's go back to the beginning. Uh, you know, we ha- we have a little saying here: know thy customer. And if you can know thy customer, you can uh, you got your you, everything becomes easier because now you know what they want, what they need, what their desires are, what their hopes and dreams are, what problems they have, everything that they are struggling with that you can now help them with if you know who they are and what those challenges are. And now whether you're creating videos, audios. Writing an article for your blog, now you know who you're talking to as you're creating the content. And I, I see people struggle with this a lot where they start to try to write something, but they don't really know who they're writing to. Yeah. And then they're wondering why this is not performing and it's not really attracting who they thought they were maybe thinking about. And but so so thank you for bringing that up. You're, you're, I so agree with you. Importance of knowing your uh, your customer. I can see uh, though we are up against a break. Uh, let's do this. Let's uh, take a quick break for our sponsors, and when we return, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what's working today and see if we can. Uh, Uh, Spend some more time uh, talking about uh, a couple other subjects as well. We'll do that and more right after the break. Coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. 
online anytime. This is Cranberry Radio, cranberry.fm. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, not to worry, I'm here with Jamie Birch, an award-winning affiliate manager in OPM and the founder of JEB Commerce, uh, based in beautiful Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Now, Jamie, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the space in general as far as what you see going on today. What, what do you see? Let me, let me phrase it like this. What's the most interesting thing you're seeing happening in our space? Well, I think of two things. I think the first is um, the analysis of the channel, of how we are looking at it and how advertisers uh, are looking at it. So they're looking at the com- complete customer path and where does affiliates look into that. And we're getting some super, uh, super awesome uh, – what else uh, – what other word can we use? Super awesome technology that's allowing us uh, to do that. I know uh, all the networks are coming out with, uh, with some great uh, resources, some great technology that allows us to see what's going on uh, with the channel. I know AvantLink has a great tool, so you can see all the different affiliates that are touching an order. Uh, ShareASell has uh, with their LeapFrog technology to, to, uh, to actually counter some of the problems that the industry has. And, and you know, there are... Uh, affiliate sites that uh, aren't adding value to the channel, yet they're getting credit for it. And, and we have to, as an industry, we, we have to fix that ourselves. Um, so there's some awesome technology that I think that's one of the most uh, exciting things for me is, is, is our technology providers. Uh, I know a lot of agencies are working with them closely to come up with solutions for this. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's exciting for me because now we can, when, a, when an advertiser comes to us and says, this affiliate channel stuff is garbage and they're all coupon sites that don't do anything and they add no value and there's no new customers. Well, I don't have to deal with the emotional side of that. I don't have to try to persuade the emotional side. It's very hard to do that. It's hard to win an emotional argument. Uh, But now we have technology and say that is a worry and this is how we take care of that. Um, So very excited about the new technology coming out from all the the networks. I think the other big thing that's exciting is uh, is really the industry now adopting uh, and, and working with influencers more. So we've done a lot of things with video bloggers and content creators who who are not traditional affiliates. And so the model of you have to post a link and you get a percentage of sale uh, and you know it's a banner or a link and, and that's pretty much it. Like that is expanding dramatically uh, to influencer marketing. That's what we include in our pub dev department. Uh, and so I'm seeing a whole lot of exciting ways that we're able to reach customers uh, for our clients that they're not able to do. Uh, they don't have the staff in house, so those two I think are the are the biggest thing right now. Is you know the technology, the technical uh, ability to really get to what is a profitable sale in this channel. Uh, that's going to open up so many doors uh, for more advertisers to get back into the space, uh, and then working with uh, influencers that are not traditional affiliates, and really seeing our industry embrace that, create tools for that, welcome that community in. Uh, those are the two exciting things for me. That's awesome. That's awesome. What uh, what would you say is the biggest mistake you're still seeing affiliates make? Uh, 
Um, the biggest mistake. I, I think it's uh, relying on the tool and, and not thinking about the customer. Um, I still see, it's amazing to me. I still see just like what you said, I have this great domain. I got to build this site. And then I put a whole bunch of banners and links on it. Um, I, 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 we go through approvals and we, we have, you know, hundreds, thousands, uh, we do a day a week and there are so many that are banner farms. I, it just blows me away that we still have those. So 1999. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think that's, that's what they're still doing. Um, they're, there, I, I, I think there's a segment of affiliates that are not – instead of facing, I think the industry – the industry has two big threats. I think legislatively, the nexus tax, uh, you know, re- regulation and legislation I think is, is two of our biggest uh, uh, threats. Uh, but also the industry under – you know, the broader advertising community understanding the value of – of the affiliate channel. So affiliates need to be tracking what's going on on their site, get better analytics so that they can show here's what's going on. They have to form better partnerships with advertisers so they can give case studies, real data to show this is what actually happened through our site for this merchant who's just like you. And we need that participation from them uh, to to show the true value of the channel. And so, you know, all those sides, the advertiser, the agency, the network, uh, the affiliate, uh, I know the PMA is doing a lot of work uh, in this regard. We all have to come together to be able to show the rest of the industry, the rest of the digital community, advertising community, uh, what the value is. You know, a lot of uh, infographs about online advertising don't even include our channel. Well, why is that? It's an, yeah, it's an afterthought. I want it to not be an afterthought because we did some great work. I mean, there's some affiliates are doing some incredible, uh, you know, tip of the spear type of work, uh, but we're not getting. So what's what's so. Name a couple of tools that affiliates could use then to, you know, to collect that data, to, to be able to, you know, show advertisers uh, the data. And of course, affiliates need it for a multitude of reasons, but that's a biggie. Getting that to reference to share data, and I think that's hurting us. Yes, yes. So, what would you say for affiliates as far as the tools? Give give a couple of tools. Of course, Google Analytics. We always say Google Analytics. Google. Yeah. When you say tools to be able to get better data that you can share with advertisers and just to generally run your business properly, what tools do you recommend for affiliates? Oh, there's uh, the networks have a lot. A lot of tools that are underutilized. Uh, Google Analytics, the first one. Understand that. If you need help with that, let me know. Uh, we, we can definitely help you figure that out and get very detailed on what's going on with your customers. Uh, I think there's service, there's tools like, uh, I think it's Crazy Egg, where you can see what people are looking at on your yep. site. Love um, there, Yeah, yeah. And there are a number of A-B testing tools that are uh, – really inexpensive, if not free, that you can use. One thing I think uh, that affiliates are getting, the, the more sophisticated affiliates are doing this, and they're, they're doing conversion optimization. Uh, and I think there's some tool, those tools are, are available. Um, uh, not a lot of them are coming to my head right now. Yeah. Um, but I think 
we're not. We've actually worked with advertisers who had no analytics on their site. So that that would be that'd be the first one. You got to know what's going on. Yeah. Um, and you know, you and I back in the day, we had to use log file parsers uh, to get that data. We have really good information now. So those two are, are big. And and if you have show notes, I can grab from uh, you know our team uh, a more comprehensive list for you. You bet. If you do that, I'll definitely add it to the uh, to the show notes. So and I can see we're you know we're we're coming up against the clock here pretty soon. Uh, would you take a few minutes and tell us about uh, a little bit more about uh, uh, JEB Commerce? And then after that, I'd like you to if you have a program or two or three to share quickly, uh, I'd love to hear about those as well. Yeah, great. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, so JEB Commerce, we started out uh, like I said as an affiliate uh, management agency, and and until last year, that was our uh, sole service. We've expanded now, uh, and our goal is to be able to acquire traffic, acquire customers, analyze their behavior, and optimize uh, their their efforts. Uh, so that they are able to to take advantage of that traffic that's coming to their site. We've uh, you know, we've been doing this for was it twelve, almost thirteen years uh, as a company. Now uh, we've managed programs uh, very small uh, to very large, like uh, Zappos, um, and we believe that this is our this is the client's program. So they get full access to uh, every bit of data, every conversation that we have with affiliates. Uh, and oftentimes we bring them into those conversations. So uh, very much partner oriented. Uh, we have a fantastic team of affiliate managers and pub de- publisher developers and an analytics and creative team. Uh, that's We're able to bring all those, uh, all those different services to bear to help our clients be successful. Um, some, some current affiliate programs that uh, you probably want to take a look at. We manage the Zulily, a program, the Zulily affiliate program on Sharesell, uh, Johnson & Murphy, uh, Latote, uh, The Mountain, um, let's see, Philosophy, Skincare, uh, Butter London, another skincare company. Uh, those are definitely programs that our, uh, our listeners, affiliates would want to check out. Favorite networks, ShareSale, who, who, who is your favorite? Give us maybe your top three. What kind of, what kind of gotcha journalism is this, James? <laughs> <laughs> we, we uh, I leave that up to my managers. And, and you know what? Everyone does have a favorite. Um, not trying to give you a political answer, but every network has uh, uh, things they do incredibly well. And we manage... Um, we manage programs on every network. So when we're looking at which network to launch on, there are things that we consider. Um, you know, how much uh, assistance and help are we getting from the network? How easy are they to work with? If it's a very technical program, which network has the capabilities, uh, so the technical chops uh, to help get that uh, uh, in place? If it's a very unique commission structure, some of the networks operate very well with that. Uh, and others do not. Um, if we're looking, um, uh, if it's very uh, mainstream and we're looking at the mainstream affiliates, uh, that'll give us a set of networks. If it's all content and niche affiliates or people who aren't in affiliate uh, networks at all, uh, we'll probably go with uh, different ones. So we work with all of those, and I really leave it up to our director of affiliate services and the individual managers to kind of determine uh, which one is 
appropriate and, and which one is their favorite. We have uh, six different teams and all of them uh, love a different network for a different reason. So what's the best way for potential affiliates or clients who would like to learn more about JB Commerce? Uh, what's the best way for them to reach out to, uh, to you and your company? Well, they can go to our website, jebcommerce.com. Uh, they can email me, Jamie, J-A-M-I-E, at jebcommerce.com. They can reach me on Twitter, uh, Jamie E. Birch. Uh, they can smoke signal. They can send a carrier pigeon. <laughs> uh, but you know what? If you if you search for Jamie Birch, you'll find uh, me. If you go to our website, if you search for J-E-B Commerce, uh, all our different methods. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, you know, facebook.com slash jbcommerce. Um, we're, we're very easy, uh, easy to find. Um, and, you know, we'd love to talk to, to any of those individuals. You bet. You bet. Awesome. Well, Jamie, I want to thank you uh, so much for joining me today. Thank you for sharing your personal story and all the details and all the nuggets that, uh, that you shared with us today about uh, succeeding in the affiliate marketing space. Oh, and thank you. This really was special for me. I I, uh, I heard about you when I worked with Partner Centric way back in the day, and, and uh, was uh, very excited to meet you. I think in a Vancouver event, uh, uh, and so this was a, a special honor for me. Thank you. Well, very cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, I can see we are out of time. Keep in mind that. Uh, if there's anything here that Jamie mentioned, and I'm sure there is, that uh, you want to investigate uh, or maybe you missed, uh, we do take all the show notes for you, and you will be able to find the show notes for this episode at jamesmartell.com forward slash AB for affiliate buzz forward slash AB 445. I also invite you to come and hang out with us here every uh, Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific time live on cranberry.fm for the affiliate buzz. And a reminder that if you'd like to be alerted each week to new episodes, I invite you to subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz by sending a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com. Jamie, thanks again. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.